we were rudely interrupted my, by my cell phone, Carlos. Okay, and we were talking about... The modern about days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So my phone's off. Is yours? Yeah, yeah it's always mine. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, sort of moving on, the next step of, of my life, mm -hmm. um, I left immigration and I went back to the petrochemical field once again, you know, okay. for Husky Oil mm -hmm. uh, and... Um, I guess BC Gas out here are in the British Columbia area. And one day I was offered to start teaching um, electrical theory and Jeffy stuff with SAIT okay. out of Calgary. And from that moment onward, uh, something really extraordinary happened. Um, because of my background, um, being from Chile and being Spanish-speaking and having all of this wonderful Canadian technical experience, I was asked to join a team to go work in my homeland as a, as part of a Canadian initiative on uh, oh. on training for uh, the copper mines in Chile, in northern Chile. Huh. Wow. So. Uh, and that was uh, BCAT, uh, mm -hmm. SAIT, and an Australian institution as part of a consortium. Okay. So I, I went back to my homeland uh, as an expat, which is kind of funny. Yes, it is. Anyway, um, as part of the Canadian team. Mm -hmm. And through the projects, through the project dynamics, uh, BCAT ended up taking over full management of the project. So I brought my family down to Chile with me because we spent five years there. Wow, okay. Uh -huh. And through those five years, we managed to travel all, all over Latin America, uh, both doing uh, project work as well as just traveling for the fun of it. Yes. So we got to know Peru quite well. All right. And that kind of leads me into Peru as a sort of a wonderful destination. That's a wonderful destination. I love Peru. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's a wonderful place. And um, so I then joined BCAT mm -hmm. uh, and through those f years I managed to get my diploma in uh, adult education as instructor. Okay. So is that what you are now? No, I'm part of the management team here okay. at BCAT. And later on I uh, we returned to Vancouver because my employment was here mm -hmm. and we sold all our belongings in Alberta. Mm -hmm. um, I went to, um, I joined the office here, uh, International, uh, BCIT International. BCIT International, yeah. okay. I mean from 97, 96 onwards basically I, I was hired by BCIT once SAID withdrew from the project. And, uh, we knew that at the end of the day, we will uh, return to Canada and to Vancouver rather than Alberta. Mm -hmm. So, God's country, we, Vancouver. You can't, you can't go wrong with that one. <laughs> it was a, it was a perfect outcome for um, our plans. Uh -huh. uh, so we returned back to um, Canada in 2001. Um, I joined the, the staff here at International, and um, later on through changes in the management team and retirements and that kind of um, 
move up the ladder, I became one of the managers. Okay. What What's your title here? I'm manager international. Manager international. Yeah. And what does that person do? <laughs> oh well. <laughs> um, our task is is to be the um, the contact point between our institution and the rest of the educational community uh, internationally. Wow! So it is a bit of PR work. Yes. It is a bit of business development work. Um, it involves quite a bit of diplomacy. Um, Mm-hmm. and getting a really broad understanding of what BCIT does, first and foremost, as an institution. Yes. And the role of education as, a, as an agent of social change. Fantastic. So in the line of work we do is um, we focus on recruitment of international students that come to BCIT. Okay. Uh, student and faculty mobility, uh, both uh, you know incoming and outgoing. Mm. Uh, contract work or service work for uh, companies outside Canada, Canadian corporations, mostly because they are familiar with us, and we provide training in a number of areas from health sciences to business to technology. Um, and then we are really part of the Canadian and the international network of institutions, you know, universities that are involved in the international field. So, uh, and we work worldwide in the Americas, in Asia, in Europe. So there is quite a bit of traveling involved. In, uh, it's, a, it's a lovely, lovely, lovely work at times and other times. Yeah, it's challenging well, and, it's and exciting. As well. But what a place to start off. Um, uh, in Chile and end up doing this. And, and now the circle it. continues. The I circle see. continues. I see that you applied to QSO VSO to serve with us. Yeah. Now what would make a gentleman like you with a family settled in Vancouver with a great <laughs> job do this? Yeah. <laughs> well, I um, did in the early years of this decade I, I went for my Master's of Education. So Okay. That was my next milestone in terms of, you know, um, being always engaged in education, which is also, you know, my passion and our family's passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but our children are finished with their schooling. You're an empty nester? We are just about. <laughs> um, okay. I am. <laughs> our youngest boy just finished his degree at at uh, Royal Rose University in oh, Victoria. Oh, wonderful, yes. Did he do a master's there? No, he got his diploma at BCIT, and then he went and got his uh, Bachelor of Commerce. Oh, He's wow. He's only 22 years old. Wow, Royal Rhodes, okay. So he came home to um, now uh, get ready to fly the nest or, or whatever his, yes. his plans are. And um, my wife and I are that sort of point in our life when we want to now do the things that we always kind of postponed or left in the back burner because we raised five children. Okay. All together. So it's been a busy life. And um, after 13 years, you know, doing this kind of work, I thought I need to 
go and do something that you know kind of kind reconnect of. me with um, Latin America yes uh, and also um, kind of meets my need to give back to you know the community Wonderful. So, you so I joined, uh, I made the application for QSO early this year in terms of putting myself in the data bank. And, but the plan wasn't for this year, it was for later on. Okay. No, no, not, it wasn't specifically for, uh, you know, 2009. We were thinking of, you know, a two-year placement in 2010, 2011. Yes. Uh, and uh, get my wife involved and, you know, get her to join the, this initiative. And she was kind of you know, look warm about it, uh, we'll consider it, you know, we'll yes. let's think about it. Um, but I did go through the process of, you know, getting selected. Yes. And during the summertime, um, as I was uh, nursing a beer by the pool, uh -huh. uh, you know, they offered to uh, go to Lima, Peru, came uh, short term, six months, and uh, discuss it with the family and they said, look, go for it and um, we'll manage, we'll join you in Peru, we'll, we'll visit you. We'll love to visit yeah. you, yeah. yeah we'll love <laughs> I'd you. love to visit you. <laughs> so, and that's where we're at today. So um, it's the Canadian Partnership Program Agreement focused on social inclusion for Peru's First Nations women and youth by developing and implementing a sustainable development education, training, and employment programs through partnerships among community-based organizations, industry, and local government. Now, when I look back and hear about your history, and I think federal governments, uh, the programs, industry, industry yeah. it all is a wonderful fit. How about the women part? Well, in, in terms of the social work, I, that is where, you know, the, um, the sort of the integration of women and, and the gender issues come into play. Mm -hmm. So we want to focus this project in a sort of a holistic sort of way, you know, responding to, to CEDA's uh, philosophy and mission statement and values. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, uh, the youth and, and the women of Peru need to have those needs addressed in terms of social inclusion and opportunities to uh, work and study and so on. So you speak Spanish I, beautifully, I can tell. Uh, that is my first language. So. Oh, <laughs> that's wonderful. So in because podcasts uh, try, can be in any language, mm -hmm. I would like you to um, tell me about why you're excited to do this particular project in Spanish. And I'll try and understand. Ok, um, básicamente la razón por la que me estoy um, agregando a esta labor de trabajo tan hermoso es la siguiente, eh, creo que tengo las herramientas eh, a nivel personal, profesional eh, para aportar a este proyecto, segundo conozco bien eh, las necesidades de Latinoamérica y del Perú y tercero eh, siento un inmenso amor por, por, por este país. Entonces esos son las, básicamente los tres elementos por los cuales estoy um, integrándome a esta labor eh, tan hermosa. 
think I got a little bit of that. A little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> but for for our program, we have quite a few placements in in the Latin America uh, Caribbean, mm -hmm. which we call the LAC region. Yes. And um, uh, CEDA is very focused in that area, and so it's really wonderful to have uh, Latin diaspora go back to their home country and or region. Yeah. And uh, so I think that the settling into the country won't be so hard for you. None at all. No. Um, we have the pleasure of visiting Peru at least half a dozen times. Okay. I know uh, pretty much Peru from the central region down to the border with Chile and from the Pacific to Bolivia. Oh. So um, I'm familiar with their history their culture, their food, uh, their pisco. So um, this is going to be pretty much an easy landing. It's I like going home, yes. going home to a familiar setting. I mean, yes. although I was uh, born in Chile, uh, our cultural identities are, are very, very, very close. Wow. And uh, Peru has uh, a richer cuisine, which I love. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we, so for, for us, for a six-month placement, I'm just looking at the advantages here and I'm thinking, okay, we have a mature human being that has changed several careers, so change is not difficult. Um, an empty nester, so you're not going to be pining too much for everybody in the no. family, and they can come and visit you whenever they, they want. Yeah. You're from the region, so the transition won't be so hard. I think this would be a very effective placement. I think you can get to work pretty quickly. I intend to uh, hit the ground running. All right. And I already have, uh, uh, you know, a load of um, information in terms of what the NGOs that we're going to be working with okay. in, in Lima, uh, what is their focus. I've done a bit of research on the web as to uh, the areas that they're working on and their activities and objectives and strengths and their challenges as well. So, um, and I know Lima. I know the city of Lima quite well. I'm not going to get lost. I'm not going to get lost. I'm not going to. So it, it's going to be extremely a, sort of easy. Yes. Um, my wife warns me though. Um, <laughs> I, I tend to um, eat anywhere and, oh. and be a little bit adventurous. Yes. And sometimes I get sick. Yes. So she uh, reminds. So she you. reminds me. Take you know, care of your health. Take care of your health. Um, yes. Because I, no matter where I go, I, 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 I do that. <laughs> you can eat street food and everything. Yeah, but then I pay. Sometimes I pay the only for it, and then I say, oh, I will never do that again, honey. Um, well, so. from all of us at QSO VSO, and, uh, and we just wish you all the best on this assignment. Thank and you so much. And we're very, very lucky to have you. And I encourage you to take a recorder and send us some information and uh, reports from the field. Because that's what our donors really want to know, is yeah. how we're supported uh, a majority by CEDA, but yeah. we have to have matching funds. So our donors need to know, yes, there is somebody in the field. Look at the caliber of this person, and look at what they're doing. So please send us some reports from the field. Yeah, I'm planning on taking a brand new digital camera and one of those uh, gizmos there. Yes. Um, and uh, so I'm going to be uh, working on a blog. Okay. Uh, and my employer uh, was extremely supportive of these initiatives. Uh, yes. In fact, what kind of piqued my interest is uh, one of my colleagues is in Fiji right now on a two-year assignment. 
on a leave of absence from BCAT. Okay. Um, and he's blogging through our BCAT website. Okay. Uh, so we all know what he's up to. And, uh, that's nice, and that's, isn't it? That's encouraging. Um, and he, did he go with us? Did he yeah, go with he's with Kisobiso in oh, Fiji. What's his name? Uh, David. Um, David, okay. I'll find out his last name. Fiji, okay. 2,200 employees here. So yeah. It's uh, hard to track it down, but yeah, yeah, he went there and he's. Um, oh, will you be able to come back to your job? Oh yes, absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, we are granted leave of absence and um, okay. with uh, uh, some support from okay. from our employer. Okay. So you know, in the in that regard, I work for a fabulous organization. I, I yeah. BCIT has a wonderful reputation and probably also in addition because of work that you do internationally and I think you'll bring back to BCIT some, a bigger perspective and have fulfilled some of your goals and ambitions. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Have That's a good it. trip. Thank you so much.